everybody i hope you have had a wonderful start to 2021 um so i'm back for the year i'm excited um oh gosh this hair is just getting in the way finally got my hair into um iron straight mode otherwise i've been sporting my buns on top of my head because of the immense humidity uh here on the gold coast i am still on the gold coast for another 10 days nine days uh we're going back to melbourne on the 21st of january so you've got me here from the gold coast for another nine more days so i was thinking about well what what shall i talk about today um being back for 2021 and uh the flavor hey vivi uh the flavor of everything january is that it's a fresh new start um a new way of maybe changing some things the way you do them in life uh, maybe stopping some bad habits and instilling and refining and fine-tuning some new ones and actually making them stick so Christmas morning I always get one of my presents is always a book and this year it was very apt that that book was Atomic Habits uh, Tiny Changes Remarkable Results hey Dee happy new year um, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break old ones by an author called James Clear. And I read it, actually, it was very easy read, very um, kind of fast. Uh, I like it. Keep it simple and you don't get stuck on stuff and you keep going. I made lots of cool notes uh, from it and I thought, why not talk about that today? Obviously, whenever someone reads a book, they take different things out of it themselves. And so today I'm just going to share what, what were my insights and what really stood out to me. And I'll even read out a couple of them quotes or, or something that are highlighted in a sentence. Hey Janine, great to see you back for 2021 as well. Um, you've read it, have you read it um, Dee? I'm just curious, but yes, it's a great book and I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, nice to see you too Sharon, I'm going to be saying hello all morning, I'm excited. Um, Alright, so let's talk a little bit about some of the things that I um, kind of pulled away from the book and some um and maybe that will assist you in how you think about some of the new good habits uh you will be practicing uh from now and permanently right because the the point of creating habits is that they become our way of life our lifestyle and um and to i guess get rid of the bad ones and um increase uh the good ones and keep adding on and stacking on over time i have noticed over the last 11 years of being in business you know certain things i didn't pay too much attention on um then uh as uh, when i got more time once i would add on a habit then i would add on another one and another one but nothing happens overnight right um, if you want to, I guess, create your dream life, you need to figure out, well, what are the important things and maybe tackle one thing at a time rather than saying, I'm going to change absolutely everything. Like I'm going to change my eating. I'm going to change when I exercise, how much I exercise, um, you know, how much I read, how much I meditate, how much, I, like you can't do absolutely everything all at once. I think it's about, first thing is about picking one thing and making it consistent from another mentor. Good morning, Kim. And Carrie, um, from another mentor of mine, she said, sorry, I'm getting used to my hair being like this and I keep touching it. I haven't had it like straight and smooth for so long uh, being here in that humidity. So, um, so from another mentor of mine, um, I learned in her training that it takes two to three years and 1,000 times of repetition to really ingrain and build that new neural pathway 
to um, you know creating that new habit good morning Jody all right so what does that mean and um, you know you kind of go oh shit that's a long time right and yes it's a long time but I'm talking about a new neural pathway like like brushing your teeth is like been instilled uh, within you since you're a little kid and you just do it all the time automatically and things like that um, when I was uh, wanted to make exercise a regular part of my life and I uh, got my personal trainer this was about six seven years ago um, I knew committing to her I said to her you know I know I need to stick with this for at least two to three years to make it like really just part of my day, daily routine in terms of brushing my teeth <laughs> like, like brush my teeth and standing in front of you now six and a half seven years later I think it is you know I've regularly done exercise four times a week over that whole period discipline um, on holidays wherever I've traveled and all that kind of stuff and just I feel it's something missing like like I haven't brushed my teeth if I don't do it say Monday through to Thursday sometimes I can slack off and and leave the fourth time till the Sunday but always like kind of get it done and that's been a wonderful like new neural pathway that I've built and different for different things as well in life you know if, I, if you want to be consistent even these li Monday morning lives like they've been going on now for more than five years I almost don't know what life would be like if I didn't come on Monday morning because really for me these lives yes I want to add value to you guys and I want to share with you but it also get jump starts my week jump starts my brain from a um, weekend mode to uh, business and um, you know just getting my energy up and all that kind of stuff and sharing something and also gives me content because after this I'm going to be writing my two content emails that I'm going to send to my database throughout this week so um, that's a new habit that I'm building for 2021 I used to outsource my email writing content writing to a, a company and I thought you know by the time I researched what they should write to me about uh, write about and and then I would proofread their emails I thought you know what I could probably spend half an hour to an hour every Monday morning after my Monday morning lives and actually write those two emails myself because really they were only submitting an email a page long so I really only need to write two pages and I don't need to be paying a thousand dollars a month to someone to do these eight emails a month I could actually do them myself and so this is a new habit that'll be stacked on top of my Monday morning lives so this is what um, James in the book atomic habits if you've just joined on um, shared about habit stacking you know you stack um, you know you do one thing in the morning and then you stack another thing on top of it like you know exercise tea shower da, 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 you know all that kind of stuff for me in business like for Mondays it'll be okay do my Monday morning lives write my two content emails set up my calendar like there's a few things that go on to set up the week um, and that's how I'm gonna make it a habit so that my database consistently gets awesome valuable insightful um, emails okay so here are some of the insights I picked up from this book um, so I'll read it and then I'll kind of explain it and this is obviously me making sense out of it for myself and how I look at it hey you make sense out of it go and get the book and read it and make sense out of what you know kind of what will be your aha moments so number one thing he said he says don't set goals set systems the goals eventuate due to the systems being repeated which are your habits how cool is that I never thought about that um, you know although I, I know I do it all the time that way I have a lot of systems like I've just shared with you like you know a system step one get up do exercise step two you know jump in and have the shower step three do my makeup step four do my hair step five you know come on my Monday morning live actually no I skip one step you know drink my protein smoothie after the exercise and then so, so they all go in that order 
And for me to feel fit, healthy, like I've started my day right, I need to do that order of those 10 to 12 steps in the morning consistently the same way. And what is that? That's a system, right? That's exactly, um, you know, and that's what I was saying about habit stacking. A ha habit stacking actually instills a system because if you actually set systems versus goals, he says the goals will come to reality because it is all about repetition, 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 repetition um, in order to make those habits stick and to be part of your daily routine. And I'm on live. <laughs> I'm on live. No. <laughs> My mum's still here with us. <laughs> and so and so, uh, she's offering coffee, um, which I will have after. That's, see, it's way too early for my coffee. It's not part of my system until I finish my lives because generally with my coffee, I'll, I'll make it out to lunch because I don't have like a really full-on breakfast. So, um, so I'll have my protein shake and my coffee and then I'll have lunch later on. There you go. That's another system of how, um, how I like to run my day um, so I don't have to feel really heavy in the morning. All right, so that's one thing that set systems versus goals because if you do your systems in your life your goals are going to come um forth uh truth um you know in reality all right so uh number two uh inside people focus on changing the wrong thing okay that was a really cool one um so why they don't actually stick with their habits is because they're changing the wrong thing so first of all they're looking for outcomes and processes like oh Here's a new diet. You know, I'm going to try this diet in 2021. 20, I'm going to be the a best, uh, uh, my best self. These are the steps to this diet and all that kind of stuff, which is, yes, a process. And we said, yes, there are systems need to be in place and all that kind of stuff. But the very first thing he's saying in this book is actually you should look to change your identity, okay, which is a lot more deeper to what it is that, hey, Annette, um, uh, you know, a lot more sustainable, you know, because if you want to be a fit, healthy or um, a skinny person, you need to uh, instill that identity into, you know, um, before you step into what processes and outcomes you're going to get, right? So rather than changing, um, sorry, focus on changing um, your process, focus first on changing your identity. If you want to be a successful business owner or speaker or an author, you have to step in and do the things that those kind of people obviously do. But also, you need to instill and ingrain. And I believe um, affirmations and um, setting certain, you know, um, you know, saying the same things over and over, and even out speaking them out actually makes them, um, you know, uh, your brain starts to think about it. Another book I've been reading a lot more, well, rereading, I think, The Power of the Subconscious Mind over the break. I haven't finished it because that one's hard to read. It's just like, oh, you read 10 pages and you feel exhausted. I don't know. It's just the way it's written. And sometimes, you know, some authors don't write as flowy. Um, but anyway, the lesson in that book is to give yourself, you know, those suggestions this is who I am and this is, you know, I'm an athletic fit person. I get up each morning and blah, blah, blah. You might do like 10 affirmations for the thing that you want to change. So you can start stepping into the identity and executing then the processes and the systems that a person like that would do. Um, all right. I hope you guys are liking what, some of these things that I've, I've pulled out of this book. Okay. So um, the other thing he talked about with um, uh, with within this book is 
there are four steps to creating a habit and he talked about you know and i'm not going to go into detail into obviously read the book you know because there's he he describes them and gives examples on how to do that um oh that's awesome janine well you'll enjoy the read so he talks about making a good habit uh, first of all make it obvious make it attractive make it easy and make it satisfying so there are four steps of um, creating a good habit and then if you want to break a bad habit then you do the opposite so i'm just going to read here make it invisible make it unattractive make it um difficult and unsatisfying okay so um in order for you guys to know how to do that there are a ton of examples and little strategies so what i like about it, it's actually a really practical book so if you jot it down you know all the different things um um you know that he suggests and you know build that around the habit you want to change this year or build on to then um then you can definitely do it in a very practical approach I'll, i love practicals tell me what to do and i'll go and do it little recipes and things like that so make it obvious attractive easy and satisfying one thing i've always um uh believed and i heard it from someone else is that um you know create the path of least resistance okay create the path of least resistance to do your habit yeah um there was a story and i don't know where i heard it from um someone did a bit of research it was a guy who said um i wanted to practice i love playing the guitar but i don't actually take it out to practice and play and enjoy um you know playing it um you know i set kind of a goal to you know play play it over the following month and i measured how many times i actually played it um in uh at that time the guitar was stored in the in his wardrobe right and what happened was after a month after 30 days he only had played it twice and so then he changed his environment and this is what this author also says within the book but changed his environment and he actually stacked the guitar in the lounge room right next to the sofa and at the end of the following 30 days he had played it pretty much every night bar a couple okay and um and that's what i have learned is if i want to um you know make something really um you know a new habit i bring and adjust the environment so it's ready to go like it's closest to me like exercising you know the clothes and the runners are right there next to my bed or or i've committed to my personal trainer so it's no way i would let her down um you know and um and i don't think about it like there's another person i don't know who it was but that five four three two one and you get up and do it you know that little strategy of just counting down and you just don't talk yourself out of it but creating the path of least of existence works the same way to breaking bad habits so if you um constantly checking social media or emails um or they're always on and open guess what you've just created the path of least resistance so no wonder you're kind of addicted to wanting to check all of that kind of stuff so if you want to step away and move yourself away from you know say habits like that then uh the suggestion is that you put the app within a folder within a folder within a folder or you make it all really like uh, it takes a long time to get to that step and to that process so that you don't actually get tempted and do it super quickly it is because in human nature we have created everything to be at our fingertips right good and bad well mostly bad habits um that prevent us to from achieving our goals so we need to readjust our environment to make them less accessible so therefore we would um 
uh, we would focus on, on the good ones and make the good ones more accessible. Good morning, Teresa. Awesome. Great to see you as well. All right. So the other thing. So yeah, that was the next point. Actually, I started even talking about it without even looking at my notes here. Change your environment to support the new habit you're creating. Oh, and the other thing he said in the in the um, in the book it was it was about anchoring the different things that you do, um, say in your home or your office and all that. And he said one space one use okay so when you end up in that space say it's your creative space that's all you do you create and do different things in there if you go into your productive space um you know where you're getting work done and you're moving emails on and all that kind of stuff you are in the, your productive space so creating different um spaces for different uses is very very effective so your space for just exercising at home in melbourne it's my garage that's where we're all set up and all that kind of stuff you know for um you know in your bedroom it's just for sleeping it's not for working on your emails and things like that so he said that would also create and um, embrace some some uh, some bad habits there as well so one um, one space one use that was a, a nice aha moment I've, I've known this one um, as well I tend to mix up though my creative space and my productive space at home and I think what I'm gonna do 2021 is definitely anchor a different space for my creative space so I can take it out of the office all right Create the uh, root of least resistance. We talked about that. Now, another thing that he talked about, which, and I'm going to read you a little line from the book, was that um, about people getting into motion versus, um, uh, you know, actually doing it. So sometimes we think that we're doing something about our problem or we're, we're creating something, but all we're doing is preparing and planning. Okay, so people can get stuck into that world of preparation and planning, right? And they think, yes, I'm getting ahead. I'm a, you know, it's all going to happen. And they just stay in this um, process of preparation and planning and all that sort of stuff. And um, what he said is, well, preparation and planning is actually a form of procrastination. Okay, so what we need to um, kind of don't use that as an excuse actually start practicing he says so move away from preparation and planning and actually get into practicing as soon as possible it's all well and good to prepare and plan but people can stand to spend a lot of time in there and he made a reference to writing a book like uh you know which is obviously relevant to to what i do so i'm just going to read you guys um it's here on my phone so i'm just going to read you a couple of little uh lines um from that Okay, it's easy to be in motion and convince yourself that you're still making progress. You think, I've got conversations going with four potential clients right now. This is good. We're moving in the right direction. Or I brainstormed some ideas for that book I want to write. This is all coming together, right? Motion makes you feel like you're getting things done. But really, you're just preparing to get something done. When preparation becomes a form of procrastination, you need to change something. You don't want to merely be planning. You want to be practicing. If you want to master a habit, the key is to start with repetition, not perfection. Aha, <laughs> there it is, the perfectionism thing. You don't need to map out every feature of a new habit. You just need to practice it, right? This is the first takeaway of the third law. You um, you just need to get your reps in, right? And and that was like, it made made a, a lot of sense. And I was I was thinking about those people 
you know, that I come across, you know, when, when, because taking a leap into writing a book, it's a huge one, but people spend decades and decades and decades into preparation and planning and they don't get the reps in. Whereas I'm here, 12 books in, yeah, are they perfect? The first ones? No, none of them are like, you know, but I keep doing it and doing it and doing it and that's what actually makes me a better speaker, writer because I'm externalizing and continuing to practice uh, what I love doing. And it's okay if it's not if it's not right. So again, you've heard me say it before and I'll say it again, progress over perfectionism. Practice over perfectionism now from what we have just learned and what I have just read to you. So move away from motion and just practicing and planning and actually get the, re the reps in, right? And then along the way, you're gonna go, oh, there's a better way of doing this kind of exercise or there's a better way of running my business or attracting uh, potential prospects into my business and all that kind of stuff. I love that one. So as I talked about, uh, you know, the habit stacking is really, really important. There's a couple of little lines as well um, that uh, these are very short. So one, until you work as hard as those you admire, don't explain away their success as luck, uh, as luck, okay? Until you work as hard as those that you admire, don't explain away their success as luck. I don't know about you guys, but I often get told by people, oh, but it's easy for you, Nat. You know, you, you know um, you've got this or that and all that, and I'm kind of thinking, hang on a second. You know, it wasn't easy for me in the first three years. You know, I, um, I was testing and measuring, practicing, getting reps in, uh, doing things that totally didn't work, but I kept adjusting and go, well, if this is not working, what am I gonna do differently and all that sort of stuff. So, um, so always, 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 the gr a great thing to do if you wanna build a new habit and be like someone that you admire is actually to interview them. I mean, that's called modeling, right? Interview them and ask them questions. What is it that gets you out of bed each morning? How is your day structured? What do you do in the morning? What do you do in the middle of the day? What are the things that you practice all of the time? You know, and you know, you, you might just start to notice where are the differences between what you're doing and what they are doing, right? And then start to, you know, include one thing and another thing and, you know, and you might admire more than one person, right? You might admire someone for their business skills, someone for their organizational skills, someone for their health and fitness, someone for their parenting, someone for, you know, um, relationships and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, be curious. Ask people, you know, how do you guys do this, you know? Because all the books that I have written, and I guess this guy who whose book we're talking about today, Atomic Habits, I mean, he wrote that book because of the challenge that he had in his zero to hero story um, that he explains at the beginning what got him to get to the point because he was quite incapacitated and he needed to build up the habits to become a functional human being once again right and so um so it's about just researching and asking people the questions because you might have some answers and you might be top notch at some things but other things you need to maybe learn or refine. Like um, last year, we uh, downloaded a course called the Smart Kids Chore System by a woman who has nine children. And she never does kind of anything around the house. Like she's got everyone, her system set up within the house so that the, the kids are, are, are doing the chores and they're contributing to the family. And she's running a business, obviously, that she needs to, you know, provide for the family. And that's her contribution. And I thought, how does this woman do it with nine kids? You know, how do you become better at outsourcing some of your in-house chores 
that you can actually start to build your children into what they will be independent adults because they're going to have to do that for themselves um, as they grow up and leave home. So we listened through the eight-week modules and uh, started to understand where we may have been making mistakes and what are the things that we're actually doing that are good and then implementing some practical systems from what she does having nine children herself. Okay, so learning from someone, I thought she was a role model. It's like, how do you do this? You know, good morning. Um, um, <laughs> she loves the quote on luck. Yeah, it's 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 a biggie that one. I think like you know because a lot of people can go, but it's okay for you. You know, it's it's not because we all have the same fears that we have to do the same hard work and we have to get the same amount of rejection to where you know it's about what is your mindset. Um, and how are you gonna, and I guess the most important question, I guess, if you wanna ask someone about how they do what they do, is what kind of mindset do I have to have, you know, um, when it gets tough, you know? When I, you know, when I get rejected the 20th time in a row, and you know, I feel like completely defeated and giving up and all that kind of stuff. I'll share one more, um, one more quote, of quote, a, a line from the book. Um, that I thought was really cool and I could resonate with that and that is professionals stick to the schedule amateurs let life get in the way professionals know what is important to them and work towards it on with purpose amateurs get pulled off course by the urgencies of life okay so that was a really cool one as well because life gets in everyone's way yeah we may have emergencies in our family we may have things that are out of our control that happen but it's how do we manage and not let those things become oh I couldn't do this because something else has come up or something has come into my own way yeah so I thought that was um that was a really really cool insight because I can see it how it resonates you know everyone's got a life everyone lives get gets gets in the way and everyone's life is going to continue to get in the way right now COVID is Re, <laughs> running havoc on um, many people's lives globally, um, you know, and we're, we're working through it, right? We have no choice. We have to work through it and we still have goals we want to achieve and we still have things we want to do uh, with our lives, but we just have to work out how to do it in a different way. Um, hey, Annika. So, um, so yeah, so think about that one. You know, do you let life get in the way? Because we are the best people that can give ourselves all the excuses under the sun um, about why something couldn't be done because something else came up. Yeah, acknowledge it that something else came up and double up, double down. What is it? Double down your effort to sort that out and get on with what you got to do. Um, this has been so me lately. I'm too available to those around me time for better boundaries. Okay, so let's finish it off on boundaries, right? Um, it is very important to set our own boundaries and to say no to people, right? Because that's another habit, right? Setting boundaries and setting no is another habit. I have to say that I had to instill that and practice it over the last three to four years when I used to be available 24-7, night, day, weekends, public holidays, everything throughout my business, on email, text messages. I mean. Maybe that's what the business actually needed to get off the ground so I could like put in as much hustle as possible to get it to the point where it is now. But I no longer needed to do that. And my husband kept saying, Stuart kept saying, nah, you don't have to reply to people on a Saturday. It's freaking Saturday. They'll understand. Or on a Sunday, you don't have to get back to people straight away. 
So slowly I started making these rules. Okay, I don't need to reply after 5, 5.30. I can have normal working hours. I can close the business and say it's a public holiday here. I can have the first time ever over Christmas, we had a two and a half, 17 days off. <laughs> it was with three weekends and two weeks in between, a period where we had an out of office and we closed down. He goes, there's nothing that's, you know, of course there's urgencies, but how often, like in what we do, what is really going to be the thing that's going to, you know, fall apart if you don't get back to someone by, you know, by the Monday. And so I started instilling an out-of-office email and stopped looking at my phone over the weekends and stopped, um, you know, and actually said, you know, I don't need to do this. I can actually have a rest and all that sort of stuff. So set those boundaries, whatever that looks like for you. For me, it was, you know, making sure that I have a balance in life, that I'm not just constantly like on the ding you know, notification to reply to people and always needing to reply because it's a big, I'm taking care of a lot of authors and there's a lot going on and there's only one of me, right? So, um, so I've become better and better and better to just, you know, kind of step away from it and know, okay, switch off, end of the business day, I can go eat dinner with my family or watch a show and, and then I can start again the next day. And you know what? I'm more productive when I'm fresher than trying to do 12, 15 hour days until I go to sleep still answering stuff, right? Awesome. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that and I'm happy to be back for 2021 um, and that you are going to make one awesome great habit stick this year. If you have... Um, uh, if you are, yeah, we're not saving lives. Uh, that's right, Luba. Um, I love that one. Uh, can you post on the comments if you've been here the whole time or you've just joined on, what is the habit you are going to make stick in 2021? I'm just curious, you know, and if you're listening this to, uh, on a recording, also post it. I just want to know what's, what are the things that you guys are going to make, make stick this year? Well, have a great um, morning, a week ahead, and as always, smash it out. Bye, guys.